Welcome to How to Talk to a Man. I'm Jeffrey Mark Levine. My guest today is Lillian Toscano. Lillian is a dating and relationship coach, and she helps single women feel desired, sexy, and confident through their dating process. She's passionate about helping women transform their love life by providing them with the right tools to balance the masculine and feminine energy in a romantic relationship. Lillian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So I want to jump right in and ask you, what does it look like for a woman to be in her feminine energy? And then how does that play out in a relationship? Yeah, that's such a great question. It's actually a a common question that I get asked by my clients because we don't really know what it feels like. If we haven't really embodied the feminine, it's really hard to know when we are. And usually we are very much in our masculine, right? We're in the get stuff done. We have our to-do list and so on. So I feel for me, uh, being in my feminine has always been, you know, in the just in the being of instead of thinking of like, I have to get a task done. I'm just enjoying the moment, you know, mm-hmm. and especially with my husband. I feel like I, I do that very often. I catch myself of being like, OK, we have to get this done. We have to get that done. We have to do this. And I'm like, no, that's not the energy. It's the feminine energy. So lean back, enjoy the moment. And it's such a beautiful feeling within too, when you are in your feminine, I feel, because that's where I'm, when I'm more creative, when I'm like playful, when I'm like enjoying myself and I'm having fun and it's just falling in love with the moment and enjoying that, what, whatever it's happening. It could be like this crazy chaos or it could be just something very simple, just enjoying a beautiful sunset, you know? When you're working with someone what kind of clues do you give them that they're um, falling into their masculine energy or they're not in their feminine energy? Yeah, usually what I've noticed with my clients is, and myself as well, is that we tend to, um, you know, we start looking at our men to either fix him, control him, make him do the things that we, we want to manipulate in a sense, right? Um, in order for them to do what we want them to do. And so that's taking control over our men, over the relationship. And that's when we are in our masculine. I feel like a lot of times um, when we are in that masculine energy, there's a lot of clashes. You start seeing that with your with your husband or partner. You start noticing that you're clashing way more where, you know, you're not gelling as, as normal as you would want to, to really have that connection. There's not that connection. Um, and I find that a lot with my husband. Whenever I find myself in my masculine, I know that we're, you know, we're clashing. As soon as I get back into my feminine, as soon as I see my, my clients to go back into their feminine, things just flow. And the men are just coming towards them. They want to be in their energy. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just such a beautiful energy to be in, uh, especially in your relationship. Sure, sure. Well, how do you reconcile the difference between letting him lead and letting him know what your needs are? That is such a great question to ask. And I think this comes with practice. It's not something that it's easy that we're going to just know because we have been trained You know, since very little, I remember my mom being like, you know, you take care of you. Uh, You shouldn't allow a man to, you know, 
you don't need you don't need a man or you know like be independent right so society parents everybody we have been brought in this this idea that we are like the, these independent women and we shouldn't um have our men lead that we have to lead the relationship in some way so it does take practice and it's a matter of um you know once you are in your feminine you once you process your emotions I feel like that's the key. It's processing your emotions first, realizing what is something that you can just process and let go versus an actual need that you have. You know, there's a difference there. Uh, Being petty and finding, you know, because sometimes we get triggered, right? Um, And so instead of reacting, we're going to be responding, you know? I, I love, I really love that. I'm going to dive dive a little bit deeper here. Just Mm -hmm. maybe if you, you could share some of your ideas about this. How do you recommend that they process that emotion? Like, what does the process look like? Yeah, that's such a great question as well. Um, and and it's a it's a process that I actually uh, got from Rory Ray, which is an amazing process. And it's the six love forever tools that she has. And it's basically the catching yourself when you get triggered, right? Of like, oh, I'm getting triggered. Okay, taking that moment between the trigger and your reaction. To feel it in your body, you know, what am I, what am I feeling? What story am I telling myself? Oh, the stories we tell ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So this is key is finding those stories where we're like, what story am I telling myself? And is this true? And most likely it's not, you know, uh, 99% of the time I would say we are wrong. Our assumptions are wrong about our men. Either he didn't mean it that way, he didn't mean to say it. Um, And so assuming that our man is a good man, right, and giving him the benefit of the doubt and just feeling those emotions is key. Just just sitting with it and not making it mean anything. Uh, it's absolutely key. And then then once you've processed that, you do that process of catching it, feeling it in your body, realizing that maybe the story that you're telling yourself is not true, that it's something else then it's much easier to go back and be like, you know, what did you mean by that? You know, Mm -hmm. clarifying things. Or if there is something that you need from him, then that's a a perfect time to say it, Uh, but not in the reactive, right? Not when we're getting triggered. Um, So I think that's definitely um, the way to do it when it comes to relationships. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of it is about communication. So it's not about suppressing your own needs, but it's about how it's brought up into the conversation and how you let it be known that this is what you need. Is is that it basically? I mean, is that correct? Yeah. You know what? Communication is definitely key, right? When it comes to to conflict resolution and deepening the, the connection is definitely key. You know, when we communicate our needs in a way that's not like blaming our man, not shaming him, not judging him, we create a deeper connection with him. When we're just voicing out what we need instead of blaming or shaming, uh, we, we don't get what we want from that, right? But when we're able to express our needs, most times I've seen my, my husband even, my clients, you know, they use these tools and they see how their men step up. And because I feel, and I've, no, I've seen this, and I've experienced this with men, they just want to make women happy. That's it. You know, they feel proud. They feel proud to be like, yes, I made her happy. I made her smile. Mm. Uh, and I've seen that with many men. So I think 
for us women, it's just uh, learning how to relate to a man, how to communicate our needs without uh, shaming, blaming, or judging. Is there a role for uh, women to be in their masculine energy sometimes? Um, I have, yeah, I have played with those roles with my husband. There is different things, and I've seen it with my clients where they may, you know, feel better maybe being the driver, right? Later on in a relationship, I find that you can, you know, negotiate which roles mm-hmm. you're going to take on. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the relationship, though, I, I find that I, I recommend to my clients to be in their feminine as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the relationship, they can definitely negotiate those roles and see who is better at what right um like my husband he he he's not the best planner right and so we have negotiated because i'm a better planner that i'll take that that role you know the masculine energy role when it comes to planning Mm -hmm. and it feels good to me because then we get to do things that i enjoy (laughs) sure i want to look at at one of your programs is um feminine energy dating would you like to Talk a little bit about that because I think that that's really helpful. Like when you're first starting a relationship, remembering to stay in your feminine energy. And I'd like to hear you maybe talk a minute about that. Yeah, for sure. So that program is the fundamentals, right? Is the very um, core of dating and being in your feminine energy. And it's such a great program because it really gives you the tools to stay in your feminine, to see dating differently too. Because I find that a lot of women, we go out dating with an agenda, right? Mm-hmm. We are already in our masculine. We're like, this is what we're, I want. This is how I'm going to get it. Because we have been able to get a lot of things from that energy. And it's a beautiful energy. And I'm not saying like, don't use it. Absolutely use it in your work, your personal life, everywhere else, except in your relationship. That's completely different, right? So when it, with this program, what I did was I gave, um, I'm putting all the tools that someone may need um, in order to really be in their feminine. And I teach them how dating is more like a dance, right? Mm. It gets to be a dance where he is the lead and you're the follow. You know, in a partner dance, that's how it is, right? And if you start leading as a follower, it messes everything up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's how I teach it. So it's baby step by baby step on how to be in your feminine in your dating um, life, and yeah, and it's such a it gives you um, like the, the it paints that picture of how it is to be in a dance, you know, a dating dance. Um, and so yeah, it's definitely a key when it comes to dating, right? Being in your feminine. So it sounds very powerful. Yeah, definitely. It it definitely is. Um, I've seen so many women have success with this. I mean, for myself, I I was, you know, having so much trouble, like getting second dates even, right? Mm. Uh, Because I was so much of my masculine. Mm. And then once I discovered feminine energy and I got the tools, I was like, oh, this really changes the game for me and how I see it. But it takes practice just like anything else. It does sound like you can uh, talk from your own experience, though. Absolutely. I went through so much. <laughs> yeah. And it was a journey. It was, a, it was an incredible journey. And everything that I went through has helped me to be able to help my clients. Uh, because I've gone through it all. I, I've gone through it all. And I've seen so many things myself um, that now I can like pass that on 
so white clients don't have to. Right. Well, I also think it carries a some extra weight when it's like, look, I've I've lived this, I've tried these tools. This is not theory to me. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. Like I've gone through the whole thing myself of being, you know, heartbroken from uh, a relationship where I thought I was going to marry the man and, and, you know, the cheating part, mm. the everything else, like the heartbroken, he fell in love with another woman. Mm. I was over functioning in my relationship. I mean, I did it all. <laughs> you know, you say something on your, um, your website. I think I pulled this yeah. off your website. How to be a feminine energy woman, especially in front of a guy, can be challenging for some of us because it means we need to be vulnerable, open, and raw. And that seems so um, challenging, especially when you're first meeting someone. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Even after, I mean, it took me about, I would say, almost a year for me to fully be vulnerable with my man, be open and raw with him. And the reason why, because it was, it wasn't in my family, it was a no-no, you know, showing your emotions, being open, having my heart open. It was definitely a no-no in my family. It was hard. You had to put up an act. You had to show this mask, right, instead of your true self. And so it was very challenging for me. And like you said, you know, in the beginning of dating, it definitely is. Uh, But with the tools and practice, you get better at it and you start seeing it, not just with the men you date, but with everybody else. And I've been able to do that with my family, with my mom especially, that was a, a, a relationship where I struggled a lot of times. And with learning the tools and the skills that I learned with feminine energy, I was able to transform that relationship in a way that now is very loving, very compassionate. And I understand my mother even more. And so the relationship is so different now. So it's not going to help you just with your man. It's going to help you all around with all the relationships that you have. Wow. Very cool. You know, that mask you were talking about, not only is that exhausting, but you enter into like a new relationship with the mask because you want to be in your best behavior, but you have to soon realize that that is what's going to keep the disconnection. You can't get to that that deep level of connection until you remove that mask. Exactly. And it's so, it's, it's for the brave, you know, it, I think it's weak for us not to. And I saw vulnerability and being open as something, you know, uh, someone who's weak because that's what I was brought into, like my family and everything. But now I realize that it's actually for the brave to do it. It's not easy. It's really hard. But with practice and just being more loving to yourself and compassionate, I, I have found myself and my clients be able to do that. And more and more as you practice, it just becomes a way of being rather. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, now you can just come into a room and you're just you, you're authentic you, and there's no hiding. Yeah. And like you're saying, like a mask is heavy. It's, it's heavy to carry that. So being able to just be you, it's so freeing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really nice. Well, this was great. I appreciate you taking the time to talk and, um, Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for doing this with me. This is amazing. Thank you for inviting me here and just sharing a little bit of my knowledge and and what I've learned in my own journey now. So thank you. You're welcome. 